Welcome to the Inclusive Growth Show with Toby Milden. Future-proofing your business by creating a diverse workplace. Hey there, thank you ever so much for tuning into this episode of the Inclusive Growth Podcast. I'm Toby Milden. And today I'm joined by Ashley Wilson, who is the founder of AuditMate. And I was just reflecting on this because one of the one of the great things about running this podcast is that I run into really interesting people who are running really interesting businesses. And before I met Ashley, it was never in my consciousness that we we needed a business like the business that Ashley has founded. And it's really cool to also speak to an entrepreneur who has founded not only a cool business, but a business that is um, really keen on making sure that they are doing their best around diversity and inclusion as well. Um, So Ashley is over in New York City. I'm in the UK. And I'll ask Ashley to introduce herself further. So Ashley, welcome to the podcast. It's lovely to see you. Lovely to see you too, Toby. Thank you for having me. So would you mind telling us a bit more about yourself, your background? And I alluded to it earlier, but the, you know, the cool business that you run. Absolutely. Uh, I'm Ashley Wilson. I'm the founder and CEO of AuditMate. We are the first ever elevator and escalator auditing and management software. So a little about me. I am a self-proclaimed elevator baby. I was raised in the industry. My stepfather was in the industry my entire life. I was an entrepreneur as early as I could remember, bought and sold, uh, not bought and sold, started and sold a few businesses at a really young age and then joined the elevator industry after my stepdad. And I quickly found that customers were an afterthought. And skyrocketing profits in the elevator industry were a direct result of customers not understanding their contracts. Mm. They're not being accessible and inclusive language in elevator contracts. They're built to confuse people. And also elevator companies just simply not doing their job. Mm. So I left the industry and I didn't know that AuditMate would be the next thing. But it ended up that AuditMate just sort of came together in an effort to empower building owners and managers to get the most out of their contract. Brilliant. And when you set up your business, you know, I know you've got some really great philosophies of running a successful organization and diversity and inclusion is also core to your business. So what, why is that? And, and what are some of the, the philosophies that you, you know, that you, you adhere to for your business? Yeah, I think, you know, I didn't set out to have a diverse and inclusive business. I set out to, to have an environment that I could be my authentic self and that everyone else could be the, their authentic selves. Really, I left my previous company, my corporate company, because I felt othered and a lot of other mm. people felt othered. And it didn't feel good to be there if you didn't fit in, you know, the old boys club. And I knew there were many others that felt that same way. And I, I believe that that, that otherness stifles growth. (laughs) It stifles connection. It, It stifles like so many things, right? So in order to do these revolutionary things, don't we need to be 
our revolutionary selves? Don't we need to be authentic and be able to sit in the messiness of the human experience? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's and it's a great example of how when when you feel othered and then in your experience you left an organization, that's that's really the cost to an organization, that that turnover mm-hmm. or attrition. It's, it's one of the key areas that my clients are really concerned about. And then you alluded to it as well. It's also like, you know, you're losing out on that creativity and innovation. And yet people leave your organization, that costs the business money. And and actually that can lead to like a negative brand perception as well. Cause you know, you're not exactly gonna go and encourage your friends and family to go and work for that employer, uh, are you? Yeah, absolutely. It, it takes a lot of energy to uphold this mask of fitting in. Mm. Like it takes a lot of your creative brain power yeah. to be like, oh, I need to say the right thing. And I need to, you know, leave my emotions at the door, air quotes, and these these sort of old business mentalities. Yeah. That takes a lot of energy. Yeah. And what if we could put that creative energy into, you know, our work? <laughs> yeah. Or creating innovative products and services like you've done with Audit Mate. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I know Absolutely. one of your sayings is um, you know, people over profits. Could you explain that a bit more to us? Yeah, absolutely. So in my previous life, I really felt that corporates were the focus and not even felt <laughs> the corporates were the objective or Profits were the objective, excuse me, over everything else. Mm -hmm. It was a a dollar number. That was the objective. And there were so many things getting lost and missed. The customer being one, the employee being one. And so I really believe that when we focus on profits, we lose sight of people. Mm -hmm. And when we focus on people, the profits follow. If yeah. we treat our employees well, our employees will treat our customers well. And and yeah. the profits, the profits just come. I promise. Like it it happens. And so really Automate was I set out on a mission to to prove that a business that's focused on doing right yeah. will ultimately do well. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. I mean, I make that exact point in my book, actually, and it was based on some research that I read somewhere that those organizations that focus on people were more profitable than those businesses that have a focus on on the dollar and on profit, um, which I thought was really, really interesting. And it was backed up in a video, actually, I, I watched recently from a, a Harvard uh, lecturer talking about uh, business strategy. And he said, you know, business strategy is actually a lot simpler than you think. There's basically, uh, he called it the value stick. And he said that there's a willingness to pay and a willingness to sell. And you can you can move those up and down. So, you know, your consumer has a, a willingness to pay for your product or service. And your employees have got a willingness to sell their time for a, you know, an, an hourly amount. And and you can create value at both ends of that that stick, but right in the middle is the is the you know is the the profit or the margin that the organisation makes. So from a DNI perspective, I suppose what I found really interesting was that you know it's not necessarily about paying people more for their time, but creating a much more you know inviting, welcoming, 
environment where people feel like they belong, they can be their authentic selves, because that's where you create value for the employee. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. I completely agree. What what are some of the other philosophies that you follow in your business around trying to make sure that diversity and inclusion really gets woven into how you conduct your business? One thing I say all the time is permission to be human. Mm. We have a full permission to be human at Automate. And what that means is like the human experience is messy, (laughs) y'all. And Mm -hmm. And there's a lot that that used to be checked at the door, as I mentioned before, right? We we should be able to call into work sad instead of sick, right? Mm, if I'm yeah. grieving, why should I have to lie to my boss to say that I'm physically ill when I'm emotionally ill or 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 mentally having issues, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever that may be. And not that you have to disclose, but I want to create environments that we can not show up when we need to not show up because on those days we need to show up for ourselves. We're showing up just in, in a different way. And yeah. that's really, really important to me. Yeah. I also say that your mental health is is your responsibility. And what I mean by that is I want people to be able to advocate for their own mental health and take days off when they need them. So we have unlimited PTO under the notion that we believe that mental health is health is the, is the same, the same to audit made as, as physical well-being. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. That sounds really great. And what support do you give to your colleagues? Because presumably Obviously, your organization is very forward thinking when it comes to inclusivity and belonging, but they're still working in an industry, aren't they, that's not particularly diverse. And I, I guess they're, they're working with other suppliers or maybe clients where there's that lack of diversity. Does that ever create any f- friction for you? And, and how do you help your staff navigate that? Yeah, absolutely. I I had a one of our managers called me recently about a client that uses the old fear tactics with mm. with their suppliers of like yelling and threatening and i was like we don't operate that way yeah our north star is be excellent to each other and we will absolutely fire a client for not treating you well there's yeah. no amount of money that is worth anyone at AuditMate being treated that way because we don't treat each other that way. We don't treat our employees or our customers that way. And if our clients are treating people that way, then they're not our client. Then they're not the right fit for us. Yeah. That's really great. I love that. You know, it's it's taking a stand and saying, you know, this is what we, this is what we stand for. These are our values. And, you know, these are the kinds of people that we want to work with if they align with our values. Absolutely. If your company has a great diversity and inclusion strategy, if your organization has an amazing work culture where productivity is peaking, if the best talent in your industry are working for you, if all your employees are happy and feel included, then feel free to skip this message for about 30 seconds and continue listening to the podcast interview with Toby. 
But if you feel that your company is lacking in any one of these areas, your employer reputation is taking a hit. Toby Milden is one of the UK's leading diversity and inclusion experts who has helped top companies like Deloitte, the BBC, Sony Pictures and Centrica, as well as numerous scale-up businesses who want an outstanding inclusive culture. To go further in your diversity and inclusion journey, log on to Toby's webinar at www.milden.co.uk forward slash free hyphen webinar to accelerate your company's diversity and inclusion strategy in 40 minutes. Thanks for listening. And now back to the podcast interview with Toby. What would your advice be to, could be one of your clients actually, who suddenly wake up in the morning and they they have this epiphany that they want to run their business uh, with this philosophy of people over profits. What what are the top three things that they should start to do to move their organization towards running that way? Talk to their employees Mm. is number one. Ask. Ask, ask what leadership is not doing well. Ask, ask about leadership's blind spots. Yeah. And then second, I would say, listen (laughs) to them, right? I heard a great quote recently, which was when someone has a different worldview than you and they tell you about their experience, our only job is to believe them. Mm, Yeah. And I think that I see in organizations that folks will say, hey, I'm not being respected or, hey, nobody's listening to me. And leadership will be like, that's not true. Look at X, Y, Z. Look at these initiatives we did. And we're like, no, you're not, you're not listening. You're not believing these other folks' worldviews. Yeah. Yeah. And, and third, I would say, if your leadership team is not representative of the communities that you inhabit, and your entire workforce, that's a good place to start. And I'm not saying promote people right away if there isn't, like we need to promote in a way that that we are setting people up for success. So folks might not be ready to be in those positions in your organization, which air quote, that's a, you know, that's a bonus, a bonus point. (laughs) There is training. It probably needs to happen in those environments, but set up a, a, committee of folks that are representative of your communities and your organization to advocate for other people because the people that are making decisions if they are a homogenous group they're not going to be they're not going to make the best decisions brilliant and how do you see the culture of audit mate evolving now now you, you know you've you've laid the solid foundation you know, you've got some great principles like people over profit. You know, you really create a, a, an environment where people can be there themselves. And you've got, um, you know, uh, days that people can take off around if, you know, if if they're suffering from their mental well-being. But what are, where, where do you see the culture going? And, and how's that going to help you develop and grow your business? Yeah, I see our culture culture being ever evolving Mm. i see you know one something i say often is in leadership 
it's not a matter of if you screw up, it's a matter of when. And so I want our culture to be able to get called out, to take a hard look in the mirror, and then to change because Mm -hmm. the younger generations are changing fast, 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 fast. And and we're going to have to keep up. And that means these new ideas that are going to come to me when I'm not young anymore. And I'm going to be like, what the (laughs) heck are these kids talking about? Yeah. Are you serious? And that's on me. Right. And that's on, on me to keep, to keep inclusivity in, in decision makers, to keep inclusivity in the entire team, to make sure that I constantly have mirrors around that are telling me slow down or you're wrong or take a harder look. Yeah. And, and having those people around me that, that check me all the time and then check in, you know, and that goes all the way through the organization is this environment of calling out and calling in yeah, and then truly looking, looking in the mirror. And that doesn't mean we do everything that gets called out and called in, but that means that we, we examine every single one. And so that the culture can change and morph and evolve on its own. Yeah, that's wonderful. So the the penultimate question I ask everybody is, what does inclusive growth mean to you? Inclusive growth means to me creating this, it's like its own separate entity, its own separate life force that it may have been sparked by me, but it it changes by each and every person that is involved in that culture. And so for me, inclusive growth is I am grateful to be able to stand back and watch this culture take on its own life. And it also for me is everybody, everybody is welcome sounds so cliche, but it's like everybody belongs. And in the book that I'm reading right now, it says belonging is love that is not sacrificed at the altar of acceptance, which is just brilliant to me, right? Like, like there is no sacrifice in, in being your authentic self. There's no sacrifice in an acceptance that just is. That's brilliant. Now, if the person listening to us right now wants to reach out to you, continue the conversation with you. Maybe they even have an elevator uh, and they're worried that they're getting screwed <laughs> over on their maintenance contract. Um, what what should they do? Yeah, so for all elevator things, go to auditmate.com. To talk to me, the best way to reach out is on LinkedIn. I work a lot with queer and women entrepreneurs. So I would love to chat. I would love to chat with any sort of founders, anybody on diversity and inclusion. Feel free to reach out on LinkedIn. Brilliant. Well, Ashley, thank you ever so much for joining me on the episode today. I mean, I I just love hearing more about your business and particularly the, the philosophies that you stick to, to create like a really great working environment and how you're taking on an industry as well which has not been the most inclusive or welcoming, you know, industry to to work in. So, you know, thanks for doing all that that work to, to make the world a better place. 
And thank you for the work that you're doing to make the world a better place. Thank you. Thanks. Um, and thank you for tuning into this episode of the Inclusive Growth Show. Hopefully you've enjoyed my conversation with Ashley today. Um, you've taken away some really insightful hints and tips that maybe you can take back to your own organization and share with your leadership team. So until the next episode of the Inclusive Growth Show comes up, which will be very soon, because uh, we've got a long list of people that we're interviewing. Uh, so we've got plenty of more uh, insights and best practices and inspiration to share with you. But until the next episode, take good care of yourself and I'll, I'll see you soon. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening to the Inclusive Growth Show. For further information and resources from Toby and his team, head on over to our website at milden.co.uk.